This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. Secret. I think you want to know. Sarah Vinny Secret Show for Thursday, February 10th, 2022. It's whenever you're listening to this, I want you to know February 10th, 2022 was really hot. (laughs) It's like February. The fact that I'm already having boob sweat in February, like under boob sweat. I'm actually kind of bummed. Is that right? Yeah. I I was sweating yesterday and I was like, huh, look at that. Lovely. When you use your shirt to yeah, dry the underside just, of your And you're like, boobs. lift it. See, right now I got some sweat. Yeah. Yeah. That's hot. Oh, boy. Hot. That's hot. Hot, hot out there. Mm-hmm. Hot down there. Uh, just, yeah. It's... Actually, uh, I just opened up all the windows upstairs. To, it's a great day to air the house out. Air the house out. That's a great idea. I think I'll do that. I'll open up all the windows and turn on all the fans and just mm-hmm. let's air this place out. It's been boxed up all winter long. Yeah, it's, uh, it's good. I mean, yesterday you were saying down in Scotts Valley, you got to 80 easily. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, it's so just I don't know when you listen. Maybe the apocalypse has already happened and some you, you're stumbling I'll back historically. You're like, oh, what what on earth could this be? And you found a podcast laying there in the sand, I assume. And uh, you started listening to it and you're like, oh, wow, February 10th, 2022. Oh, yeah. The end had already begun because it was in the 80s. I don't like crazy. It. Don't say that stuff. I don't want you to say that stuff. I know you Sandy, love you know desert. end of days entertainment, and you find. Oh my it- god! Speaking of end of days entertainment, how fucking funny was V Hill yesterday? Like that was just she's well, she's she's, off, she's out of control. Yeah. She says whatever she wants. I love it. No secrets. No hiding anything. No pretense. Nothing. Well, I mean, we've we've all. You know, had our confessionals on this show. She's just new. Yeah. So you and I have already confessed most of the dirty secrets that we carry. So there's less right. to discover. There's a lot less to discover. We can have our feelings about some new situation and help you with your problems because of all our years of experience fucking up. So that's it's really nice for someone because she's so unguarded. Like a lot of times we've had people on this show and they they're scared to come on because they're afraid they're going to tell all their secrets and then they're relieved when they don't. But we mm-hmm. wish they had. And we don't have to wish that. I actually, I'm like, you probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, I Good do times. wonder, and we didn't have time, but I do wonder. So, I, you know, how do I put this? Uh... There's a drainage thing happening if you've come inside a woman. Like, you can feel that, can't you? Like, you're aware there's stuff inside you and you want to go to the toilet or the shower and let that out, right? Yeah, 
Sure. And you can feel like, how do you not? I know condoms are very light and I know that, you know, but wouldn't you notice? You wouldn't. At, it's, it's, you wouldn't. You're, so when you, if you look at a anatomical diagram do. of that. Daily. Pull it up. No, I mean like a, you know, like a cross section where they oh, show the. Oh, not the pretty part. You mean the no, inside. No, the like inside. That. So like the, the all guts. the nerves are in all the right. front part of it. So you wouldn't necessarily, like when you have a tampon and you you can't feel that. It's not. You, you don't you, feel it now because you're used to it. When you no. first put a tampon in, well, you because were like, you put there's it, you something put it, inside of me. You put it in wrong when you first put it in. Thank you for the diagram. Oh. <laughs> yeah. For you, you, put it, you put it in wrong. So <laughs> you, it's, if, what you need to do is you need to, that's why they have the marks on the thing. So here's the tampon, right? It's, say it's, let's say it's this long, like that. You put your fingers here, and this whole part has to go in, and then you push the plunger and it pushes it past that, so you're deeper in there. You can't feel it. You might feel the string a little bit, or there might be, you know, but but like it feels like you're sitting on a pen when you've got it in there wrong, because it's right there in the mouth of the thing, if if it can be called that. <laughs> it has lips, it must be a mouth. So you're you, not. you put it past there. So okay. something that's <laughs> up in there, like when you go, when you go get like a pap smear, and they've just, just got yeah. cranked That's open. That's so great, isn't Negative. it? Uh, congratulations. They, All right. They crank, they crank you open, and they actually scrape cells off your cervix. Mm -hmm. And you can kind of feel, like it's a pressure. You feel the pressure, and sometimes there's a pinch. But mostly you don't, you know, you might feel the pressure, but you're not really feeling like pain or whatever. Yeah, it's and just if a you, pressure. Yeah, and if you get your fingers way up in there. Oh, yeah, she got her fingers up in there because she was also checking... Yeah, they're just checking around. For your G spot, that's a G spot motion. No, they're not. How's that feel? Is that good? She's like, you is like there that? pressure there? And then she felt me up for lumps, all the lumps Hot. and bumps. You know? Yeah, they nice. got a feel. They just they look around. Yeah. They're looking somewhere else. Yeah, and they're going around and they're fingering the the, the boobs. And, yeah. yeah, let's let's look under your arms too. Yeah, they, yeah, they tickle there. your armpits. Yep. Yeah, it's great. Let's so anyway, doggy, I got to check something else. <laughs> what I'm saying is right. that you you might feel something that's down in the mouthy area, but you wouldn't feel something that's in the throat of it. So, so two if, days with a condom well, inside. So, her, so the condom, if she had pushed it up and didn't feel herself pushing it up, it can actually, you know, things can can get caught up there. Yeah, like you can my lose aunt a tampon a, up there. My aunt got a tampon stuck up there, and it's mm -hmm. because the the because the the cervix isn't just like at the end of a tunnel it's actually in the tunnel it's it's like there's there's sides and then and it goes in yeah that's actually not even a great shot of it it's more mm, protrusive like even than that you can get your finger around you can <laughs> circle up, it with, with your finger how's that not accurate i just pulled up, <laughs> pull up, pull up another one like that so is from a damn science journal sarah <laughs> it's a drawing that's a bad drawing so fucking anatomy book man i'm saying it's like a little cone the the cervix is like a cone and it goes down into the very top of the vagina and then you can actually put your finger you see what i'm doing you can get your finger around it like yeah, that it's kind of like putting a, a cup. Like a, a, a cup. diaphragm or a cup yeah. sits. See, there it is. There it is. Push, zoom in on that. Okay. So there's your cervix. <laughs> All right. There's your see. cervix sticking down into your vagina. It's in oh, there. Oh, there's the anus too. Look at that. 
Oh, oh yeah, of that's how. Of course, works. you're not of looking at the, the thing door. we're talking about. <laughs> looks like They're next door neighbors. Come and knock on my door. Come and knock on my door. I've been waiting for you. Sorry, Sarah, you were saying. It's okay. Never mind. I'm no, just it's you. okay. Finish. It is, I'm just. It's completely possible to have lost something. Up. Frankly, it's great that it came out because things can get trapped up there, and then you got to go to the doctor. They got to crank you open, and they got to get yeah, the thing out of there. Yeah, when my aunt got her jammed. tampon stuck up there, she was starting to, to like get an infection. So she yes went to the doctors, and they had to pull it out. Well, that's, they will, I, I, they'll find things up there. Mm-hmm. It's four to eight hours. You're supposed to change a tampon every four to eight hours. Like you're not. That's why I told you that girl I used to be with. She would, she would change it out because she was like, I don't, I'm not playing games with toxic, toxic shock. Right. So that's one of those things that. So they can get lost and you can get an infection. And if you smell anything funky coming from there, maybe there's something stuck up there. Sometimes people like don't realize that they have a tampon in. And they put another tampon in. <gasps> oh, that's terrible. And then the first one gets shoved out. Like, shit happens down there. Like, you know, you know. Have you ever had anything everything. stuck in you? I, I, if I have, it's still up there because I don't, I've never had to. But um, I know plenty of girls who have absolutely lost something up there. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, and this, so this condom story didn't, it wasn't surprising. I was actually happy for her that it came out of there two days mm-hmm. later. Right, Ugh, she walked it out or something. Gnarly. Maybe, yeah, sure. I mean, gravity works, and it is right. a self-cleaning oven. It does it's just push everything downward, out. right? All right. The funniest part of that story is that it shouldn't have gone that far up because the whole story was about the micro penis. Right. Right. He well, he was so. clearly <laughs> rubbing a good one on there, rubbed the thing into there, and then when she went looking for it, she, she must have it up. She right. must have pushed it up with her finger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe her twat is so tight that it just grabbed it and sucked it in. Anyway. This is a response to the, remember the woman who wrote in about her belligerent drunk sister who ruins all these family gatherings, like specifically hates her and is always wanting to be in a fight with her? Yeah, I remember thinking about that one quite a bit. I kind of thought that the lady who was being abused, frankly, was handling it like a grown up and not, Fighting right back and turning right. each dinner into a complete scene, even that's though that was she's, this other lady's job, <laughs> right? And I, you know, I, I do know I, I would be one that would want to defend myself. But on the other hand, as I thought about it, I thought, you know, it's not necessarily the wrong thing to just be above it. So I have a response to that, and okay. uh, and and it has its own horrible story. Okay. That accompanies it. So uh, catching up on secret shows, listen to the woman writing in about her belligerent drunk sister-in-law who ruins family events. Just a note of support that it's completely fair to draw a hard line in the sand and say, you won't be around that behavior anymore. It's the freaking holidays and to have that ruined by one person's behavior is totally unacceptable. I had to kick my uncle out of family holiday celebrations over 10 years ago and it was one of the best decisions of my life. He's a man child who needs to be the center of every interaction and would pout and throw grown-up tantrums when that didn't happen. Once I was old enough to drink, I stayed sloshed through every holiday because it was the only way I could deal with him. The final straw came when he was handed a check by his mom, by mom, his sister, as his present on Christmas Eve. This is a guy who was such a notoriously rude gift acceptor that everyone stopped trying to buy him anything over two decades prior and just gave him money. Because he'd bitch about this. Like, here's your fucking money. Right. How can you bitch about this? 
I also have to note, my mom had been throwing money his way for years. He lived with my grandparents who supported him as he hadn't, by choice, had a job in over 10 years. On this particular Christmas, he opens the card, looks at the check, says a grudging thanks to my mom, and mutters, cheap bitch, under his breath. (sighs) I was the only one who heard him. I looked at him and said, I heard that. He looked like a five-year-old caught misbehaving. Without explaining why, he then tried to give the check back to my mom. She, confused, asked what was going on because now he was acting so oddly. Uh... My next move blew up Christmas, and I'd do it again. I asked him if he'd like to repeat what he said. No response. So I told her what he said. At least he didn't deny it. My mom fled the room in tears. My grandparents looked shell-shocked. I kept drinking my wine, and eventually my dad, who'd followed my mom out of the room, came back and told him to leave. The next day, I laid it out very calmly that it was the last holiday he'd ruin, at least for me. My mom could continue to invite her brother, but I would no longer be in attendance. That was the last holiday he was invited to. You know what? Everyone had a better holiday. I wasn't the only one stressed out and just putting up with his bad behavior. Mom admitted uh, years after the ban that she was finally able to really enjoy the holidays without him there. I'd bet the writer's family are all equally in dread of family gatherings because of drunk Mm sister-in-law. Life's too short to spend it with assholes, even assholes you're related to. Well, it's the parents that feel the most guilt in that situation or feel the most like, I can't keep one brother or sister and not have all the brothers and sisters. Right. And they tended to, to try to do that out of obligation. And it's good that the, the younger person stepped in and sort of brought about change. That's actually great. I like it. Yep. It's fantastic. Uh, and now a bad advice. You ready for this? Okay. Uh, don't say my name. Love you guys so much. Brace yourselves. Been with you all since the beginning. Now down to business. I need your help with my marriage. I am not sure I can stay in this marriage anymore, and I can't help but wonder if I'm expecting too much. I'll try to keep this as brief as possible. Info that is important. I'm a strong woman that raised kids alone, don't need anyone to make me feel whole, but I enjoy the companionship and intimacy that comes with relationships and and marriage. I'm almost 50, married for 10 years now to my second spouse. So she had kids with someone else, and now she's Mm -hmm. got this new guy. On to this marriage. First issue, there is no sex. I have a higher sex drive and feel totally alone without that connection. My wife flat out lied about her sex drive in the beginning and now admits she has had and has no... Oh, this is a dude. Is this yeah, a dude? I, I, mis- I mistakenly or misunderstood until that last sentence. I'm no, like, no, oh. hold on. I am a strong woman that raised kids alone. Okay, oh, so yeah. she's a lesbian. Got it. Oh, got it. Okay. Okay, right. now, yeah. now I get it. Durr. All right. Okay. So, uh... No sex. My wife lied flat out about her sex drive in the beginning and now admits she had and has no sex drive and never really has. We have sex four to seven times a year and it feels forced with her. This is no fun because I want to enjoy each other. I enjoy sex very much. It's my favorite activity and I've had a very exciting sex life prior to this marriage. She gets irritated and says things like this again when I try to talk to her. She says she's still attracted to me, just doesn't want sex. Second issue. My wife doesn't want to do anything with my friends or family. She refuses to go to holiday gatherings, funerals, or just small dinners with friends. She even goes to our room while my kids visit. Although I know she's introverted, I think asking her to be a part of my family and three best friends isn't asking too much. Third issue, she is self-described as lazy, but it totally fits. Barely does anything around the house. Not going to get into this for time's sake, but she spends her days off in her chair or bed. It's uh, so bad she considers going out to dinner too much to do on a Sunday since she works the next day. 
I stay because I cannot financially live on my own in the Bay Area anymore and I was born and raised here and I can't really see myself living anywhere else. My kids, friends, and family are here. I also stay because I do want to have companionship in my later years and we can just be together for days and days. So they get along, but all of these problems. She won't go to therapy. She gets really upset if I think, if she thinks I've spoken to anyone about how I feel. She says, our problems are private. I'm at a loss. I don't want two failed marriages. I guess I'm wondering... Am I being too difficult? Is this how relationships go? I asked because the sex issue was the issue in my first marriage too. Is it weird that I want my wife to do things with me? Should I be happy to have alone time with her? Ugh, help. My best friends are split. One thinks punt and the other married couple say we may be able to work this out and keep at it. They stay more neutral. They probably don't want to say what their sex situation is. But f- uh, both friends and my kids think my wife doesn't even like them. I hate the way I feel. Thank you for kicking this around for me. I need my radio friends on this. Go ahead, Ben. Well, I I don't want to... I'm always hesitant because these are big. These are people's lives and this is big. But I Mm -hmm. would... Uh So I will word this this way. I leave. That's what I do. I leave that situation for a number of reasons. First, First and foremost... Not the lie per se about, you know, well, I pretended to like sex, but now I'm telling you I don't. Okay, that's not Bad. cool. And there's some, there's reason to miss, you know, have, have a, there's broken trust there to some extent. You tricked real, me into marrying you. Right. The real problem though is, and I feel this way, and I've been very vocal and honest about the problems that I've had in my own marriage where this is concerned. I'm not going to be in a sexless marriage. Life is too fucking short to be sitting there pining for something when you like the person you're with and want them and can't make that happen, yeah. that's bullshit. That's not a marriage. That's her getting everything she wants and you sitting there needing. You need. Yeah. You have needs and you're yeah. not getting them met. So to me, that alone is enough to leave that marriage. The lazy thing also for me is a, is an absolute no like and that's late like if you've gotten your work done for the day and you've gotten your chores done for the day and you want to sit in a chair do your thing yep but if i'm looking around and there's shit that needs to be done and you're sitting there we got a problem and i don't want to a hound you for sex and b i don't want to hound you to pick up the dog shit or the dishes or you know whatever the thing is I'm not going to fight with you about that either. Not daily. I can't. Yeah. I don't want to. That's not a partnership. That is someone floating down the river. They've let go of the wheel. And on top of not being doing the, the basic minimum things you need, they're also ruining the things that you like beyond that, like your friend or kids visiting. Right. Now you got to feel guilty because you're right. So to me, because you like, because you actually want to have a social life. Right. So to me, I I don't want to overstate it, but I'm out. Yeah, I'm I'm out too. And and I think you should get out. I look. I I she likes this person. They she's said it a couple times in there. We we, you know, if I just wanted to sit around and be with someone that I'm comfortable with, like this is the person. It's great, whatever. Uh, but the, it's not like things are going to get better. And I, I hear you on the financial thing. Is it possible that you could just start to think of this as a friendship that you have and and c- consider her? I mean, she's basically a fucking roommate. 
I mean, she's a all rent partner. Yeah. She's all right. Call her a rent partner because she, you know, you you go out then, and you know, I'm not directly saying cheat on her, but if it, something happens, just what are you going to do? Also, roommate behavior because she leaves the room when your kids come in, and she Gross. doesn't want to hang out with your friends. That's like kind of like what a roommate would do. It'd be like, yeah. oh hey. I'm just going to go over here and give you guys some time. Yeah. An antisocial roommate because mm-hmm. yeah. an actual cool friend roommate would Wouldn't be mind. happy to yeah. hang. Yeah. Yeah. That really turned Yeah, right. let's go out on the back patio and <laughs> have yeah. some drinks. This is going to be yeah, great. What, is, what, what are, is are you the up problem? to? There's nothing doing? wrong with being friendly to people. That really turned me off because it's like my family is a big part of my life. And if my partner did that, like just sat there like a bump on a log. Like I get right. it. You can be shy. But if you're not even attempting to yeah. like ha- have a relationship with my family, and they've been married for go. ten years, yeah, you know, it's not like these are new people that she's shy of. She's just yeah. not into anybody and at all. Go to any was... family events, I'd be so oh, mad. Woo, me yeah. too. Yep. I selfish. think find yourself. Look, it sounds like your par- like your kids are out of the house. I mean, you said they come and visit, so go find yourself a little place to start over. Well, that's I was going to say that's the problem, Sarah. So the next problem from the relationship issue, because right there at the end, she tagged in, you know, the Bay Area. I'm from here. I love it here, but I can't afford to be here without. So you do have to come up with your plan before you dump this chick. Right. But you need to come up with a plan. And and look, I'm I'm Californian. I wouldn't want to leave California but there are other places on this planet you could go live that where you could afford it. And and so maybe that's not the answer. Maybe a roommate or two or three is Which the answer. Which sucks at age 50, but you I basically have one now. Yeah, but I don't know what the answer to that your is. You're going to have to figure mm-hmm. that out and and get that sort of squared away before you That's drop step the one bomb, though. Right. Yeah. Which is the bomb is get out you can't stay here anymore or I'm going to leave whichever right. whoever's going to take leaving. over the rent right. here. Fine, but come up with your plan and then execute it and you'll be happier for it. You've got right now what you have is is a dysfunctional, it, but it's another kid. Yeah. You have another kid. You're just managing this person's bullshit instead of being you should be able to look. I get that not everyone has the same sex drive, but there should be those connections, whatever the bare minimum you guys can agree on. Yep which is what I had to do in my relationship. I need it once a week. That's got to happen. It's got to yep. happen. And right. it doesn't need to be like every, you know, Saturday, but it's got to, we got to be within that range. And I want but it you to also be want the person to be in. Right. Exactly. Like it, it, like just someone agreeing to, all right, fine. I'll put out once a week. Like that's even, that's not good enough. It's got to be, right. there's got to be some kind of simpatico with, with the way that you've arranged for that. Because if it's like pulling teeth and, and this person is hating it the whole time, that's no, not yeah, that's what not you're looking for. Right. That's, that's not, not a connection. Me. of. Uh, I need you to participate in our sex life. That's yes. the sentence right there. Yep. I need you to participate. I need us to be playful. A willing partner. And have fun together right. for 20 fucking minutes. It's not that. It's not. It's not. Pulling teeth. Well, it's it not. for some people. Well, but so, that shouldn't be. She asks, uh, she doesn't want two failed marriages. It's too late. This one's already fucking failed. You're just sitting in it. You're just sitting in it, not, yeah. not wanting to acknowledge it. You're kidding it. yourself. Uh, are you being too difficult? No. 
You're not. What you're asking is absolutely within the realm of the things that should be expected in any kind of partnership. That woman is not your partner. Mm-hmm. She's your roommate. Uh, is this how relationships go? Sometimes. You're finding that out. And so you have to decide if this is a relationship you want to be in. Um, should I, think I be in more in more situations? And th- this is a guess. I can't be sure. But I think in most situations, sex drives change throughout the course of a lifetime. So it's less likely yeah. that someone duped you into believing they loved sex and then right. rip it from you the minute you've walked down the aisle. I don't think that most people do that. I do think in time, whether it's menopause or whatever the aging process has done, you know, to both of you there, there's a possibility that your sex drive slows down or, but that's what working when they say marriage is work or working on your relationship. That's what we're talking about is finding ways to keep that exciting and make that happen so that both of you are getting what you need. This person's just decided to pull up and, and pick it that aspect of your relation. Nope. No, I'm not doing I'm not that. that. This again. Uh, is it weird that I want my wife to do things with me? No. The whole po- I feel that the whole point of uh, the partnership is that this is your person. You all, you do things together. You enjoy being in each- you go see people together. You go out to dinner together. You go take a walk in the neighborhood together. Like I don't think that's weird at all. This what's weird is that this chick is married to you and she's your roommate. You need to f- get your shit together, find some place. Like uh, Bryn said, do your kids at Gallo get room that you can rent for off of them for a little while or something? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, you got to get out of there. Plan. Come up with a plan. Figure and it out. Pull get the yourself squared away. Don't worry about her. She's a grown woman who's clearly decided what she likes and doesn't like and isn't going to do anything besides that. Right. And so it's on her to take care of herself and you've got to take care of yourself. And I, I feel you. I hate that. I, the idea that one person is in and wants this and one person's decided, no, I still want to be in this, but I want it to be completely on my terms. Right. So, uh, there you go. We kicked your problem around a little bit. I, I hope you weren't too harsh. I hope it helped. Maybe sometimes you just need a kick in the pants to like get up well i I think look i'll tell you what the real heart of that it's not the sex it's not that she would it's that she can't walk without greater trouble into her life like she's gonna have to sacrifice her standard of living in order to get away from this person that's the real that's the bottom line of this whole thing it's is a hard that, decision because it's a hard because do that i part sac- is, right accept this bullshit relationship in order to stay in the bay area near my kids with this house and this life well if you can do that then go ahead but you're yeah. gonna despise this person as the years go along yeah and you're gonna is- cheat mm-hmm i actually wonder if you know if she hasn't like i you know if you've got a sex drive like that and you've got well you know who knows what guy i don't want to speculate on that uh listen thank you for writing to us and uh mm-hmm. that's the kind of problem i like you know we had we turned that over god i can't believe what a, so, such a good person we are um such a good advice giver that's my favorite quote 
Like, dude, it's my favorite too. I can't. It runs through my head all day. I know I'm way overusing it, and I'll get sick of it soon. But god damn it, we'll I haven't once thought you're overusing it. <laughs> I like it that much. Oh, okay, I really, do. <laughs> I really like it. I can't believe you enjoy. It. I'm such a good all person. Right, we're late. Okay, the fine. End.